Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Happy fair, everybody! Pew pew! We don't pew, have pew. A, we don't have our air horn. Rocco, Rocco can you hit that horn. air horn? No. Uh, if you can I'll find, find it. it. Okay, fine. All right, right good. Uh, it is Thursday. Right now it's Rocco. Uh, and uh, it is day one of the Minnesota State Fair, the great Minnesota get-together. How's everybody doing this morning? So far, so good. At the fair and beyond. And also, can I just... Two things. Okay. Number two one, one number usually one. it's very hot at the Minnesota State Fair. It's the it can great be, yeah, Minnesota sure. sweat together. Today is perfect weather. No, it's absolutely nice. The sun's going to come out a little bit later and no rain. And it's so perfect. We're good. Yeah. We're good. Number two, can we just say like the world's biggest thank you to our engineers? Oh, yeah. Because they have been working over time. Well, for days. And, you know, everyone, promotion, yes. sales, like everyone has been working around the clock to set up this space for us to broadcast. All we do, literally, somebody uh, before we were coming on was like, oh, I'm already sweating. And I was like, yeah, that's because you actually are right. doing things. You're not just going to stand still for the next three hours and talk. I was literally sitting on the steps and they were trying to do work. Yeah. And I was like, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm just, just sitting out. here. And they're like, well, you're essential. And I'm like, not for another 10 minutes. So I'll thank you get out of the way. So thank you to all the essential workers. But we are at the fair. We are at the Minnesota State Fair, and we're so glad to be here. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. It's the Colleen and Bradley Show. Uh, if you're new to us, th- there it is. Rocco, better late than never. Thank God. you so much. We do like to start with a spicy air horn every day. Yeah, of really course. gets you in the yeah. mood. Um, hey, okay, so I wanted to tell you about something exciting that I got overly obsessed about. Okay. This? Butter sculptures. Oh, the butter sculpture. Well, I, A, I'm excited about butter most days. Right. So what about the butter sculptures? So you mean I know, Princess K like the bus? Yes. So it's not, it's not new. This is the thing that obviously has been happening. In fact, actually, for the past uh, I want to get the actual amount of time right. I believe it was Many for years. the past 30 years, Okay, I believe, or maybe 50. A long time. A long time. They've been doing these butter busts of uh, the Princess K finalists in the dairy building. And you may know this, but Linda Christensen, who's been doing this for a very long time, she's now retired. And, and we had a- on our show, I want to say we that did. was way back in the old days when we were over on the other side of the street. Um, over there. Yeah, by where the Ferris wheel is today. Yeah. Um, and she came on and gave us sort of like a, a rundown of all of her years of butter sculpting. She did this for 50 years. That's crazy. Did you know that? Isn't that wild? To do anything for more than five minutes in 2022 right? was... That's saying something. Congratulations to that. Well, she has decided to retire, and I think she has earned that. But um, they did. Do you think she's just like, I never want to see a stick of butter again? Or do you think. I never want to touch butter. I don't want to smell butter. Or do you think maybe she's like, finally, I can eat butter again? Right? Because she's been handling butter yeah, for 50 I just, years. I bet she's going to have some time where she's like, I don't want any part of this. I I'm want gonna any go, of that butter. I'm going to go sit in a tub of margarine. <laughs> if they even have those. Do they still have those tubs of margarine? Anyway, yeah, they do. They make tubs of margarine, but you shouldn't carve those. Um, Who's taking over? Okay, thank you for asking. His name is Jerry Culzer. And he actually... Okay, so a couple things about him. This is not his first go-round. He actually started the year... 
so the pandemic year, mm-hmm. like the first pandemic year, uh, Linda Christensen got stuck in California. Okay. Like so many people got stuck all kinds of places, yep. right? So I got he, stuck in my house. Yeah, exactly. So and he, by stuck, I mean delightfully happy to stay in oh, my home. Oh, we were fine with it. <laughs> it was on my couch. Um, she, she taught him how to do what she did over Zoom because you might not realize this, but butter isn't the same as clay mm. and for example like butter doesn't layer well so one for example he messed up a nose and the nose came off and he had to spend a whole lot of time <laughs> oh, no. putting it back together because you can't stick butter together like you can clay yeah so it is a unique medium to work with yeah so, once it's melted you're kind of done right you can't redo it no it's it's done yeah so he's trained with her, and uh, she definitely has passed the baton to him. And she literally did it in the form of a listen to what the tool, her favorite tool was to carve those butter busts. Okay. Was an old dull knife she found at a secondhand store. Oh. She called it Old Faithful. Okay. And she gifted it to him. He made a leather sheath for it, and that's what he's using. Oh, that's Isn't that delightful. cool? So he literally, you know, she did literally pass the baton. Literally. It was a knife, a dull it knife. It was a dull knife. So he's going to be out here at the dairy barn? He's out here in the dairy, dairy area. Building. It's the area, dairy building. The dairy area. Why don't they call it don't, that? No, that's, we're that's, not doing come that. Come on, dairy area? That's the I'm area make it stick. that follows you as you leave the dairy barn. <laughs> It's true, actually. So he's over there doing um, these sculptures. Now, one of the things I had a question about, I got oh, I got really deep into this article. They did a profile of him in the New York Times of yeah. all places. You had to put your subscription to good use. I did, thank goodness. Um, so I was reading this New York Times, and, and you know, it's written for the New York audience who probably is like, oh, these cute. I, I bet it's very precious. It's actually like, not. Behold these very interesting people who carve artifacts out of bovine breast milk <laughs> it's not that terrible like it does get deep into it it's like he li- of course he knows butter because he grew up on a farm and <laughs> but it's it's it still is a very interesting article but one of the things i i as i'm reading it it occurs to me i know that they take their own butter bust home so the princess k finalists they take their butter bust and they bring it home and sometimes they do like a big corn feed with it um but do you ever wonder what do they do with this because when you're carving the scraps fall off yeah butter scraps do you want to know what they do with that because i thought what do they do well, with that? i do i would imagine Does he get to keep them is that payment or is is there like a like buy these shavings because i bet there's a market for that now that would be smart no yeah. they throw it in a bucket and princess K gets her bust and her bucket and all the and the oh, bucket of shavings. Oh, that's kind of cool. So like you I get know. your your bust and also the the like that's kind of like metaphysical. Like you get the space that you yes that didn't occupy didn't use. that was removed to make you. Yeah. I don't know. There's something kind of cool about that, right? right? But so how, I want to know how many pounds. Do you know how many pounds the average butter? Thir- let me look. I, let me double is? check. I I want to say thirty, but I might be making that up. Um, but if I say it confidently, you'll all believe me, right? 30 pounds, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. literally, you could just say any number um, and these people would It's 300 it. pounds. No, I'm just kidding. It's, oh, my God. No, I'm kidding. I made that up. Um, and then I wonder, like, do people compare the pounds of butter? Like, oh, that would get kind of... Like, I don't want to know. Like, how many like, pounds were left for you? Did it take you? more butter for me or less? <laughs> well, you know where... See, but here's the thing. This is... Because, like, a face is a face is a face. Well... Well, yeah. Okay. But... You mean everybody has a face? Hairstyles are really the big thing. So oh, if, sure. You know, like, if, if you had a big If you had a big hair, too. You know what they say. The hair. More... Butter. Corn cops you can butter? Yeah. yeah. That's the thing. Okay. Uh, you know what? I don't know. Fine. It's 30, a lot. It's, 30 it's a lot of butter. I asked you a question. Butter. 
you I did not tell you in advance. No, that's okay. I didn't study okay, for that Okay, so part. he's going to be out here doing that. So yes. got to, now, I, do we know, again, I'm going to ask you a question that I don't know if you have an answer for. And Find if you out. Don't, I'll Google say, it. I'll, I'll fake it. But I would imagine, for example, this is a very small group of people because mm -hmm. we're not the only ones to do our sisters. And I, in fact, if I remember correctly, they don't do, they have a dairy princess. Mm -mm. That's, I think thing. we are like the they dairy do princess butter capital sculptures of, the world. of different things. I once went to a concert where there was a butter sculpture head of John Stamos. So, yeah, you it went is to a, a concert? thing. Yeah. What concert would have a butter sculpture of John Stamos? She's riot, checking riot the audience fest. for her riot husband's fest. response. Riot, what I, is, what is the, what's a riot fest? You know, it's a concert. Okay. It was in Chicago. Sounds outside. Fun. It was great. With a butter sculpture and outside. Of John Stamos. Did and it, it melt? Was, no, it was in a cooler, oh, okay. and it rotated, right. just like the thing here. Yeah, butter sculpting is No, I'm, I mean, a it makes sense art. here. I just thought in a concert, it's a little odd to be like, roll up, and you're like, yeah, let's get... It was an attraction. Crazy with butter. Yeah, it was, a, it was an attraction. What, wait, did you have a question? What was your question? No, that question? was my question. Oh, okay. If... if um, like How many there, people do this? It must be a this? small group. I think it is. I, you know, I don't know the answer to that, but I do know that at least for our Minnesota State Fair... He's in now. Yeah. Like he's he's now the butter sculptor. I feel like he should do like a master class on this or something because you'd think like you know it's cool to have the one person right? who's done it for fifty years, mostly probably because nobody else wanted to do it. But I imagine just knowing the world we live in, the TikTok generation, the crafty generation, that like there is a whole sub genre of people who want to learn the art of butter sculpting, and I bet would be all over this, and you would be doing nothing short of protecting the art of butter sculpture for. It does concern me, right? Because what happens when the last butter sculptor yeah. I mean, goes we can count when that, on like to the we next can pretty dimension. much figure out when that's probably going to happen. It's going to happen. Yeah. Boy, that got dark real quick. No, <laughs> it's just an opportunity. So somebody get on it. Get butter on that butter sculpting. Uh, when we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, Holly Roberts is going to create a butter sculpture in the form of a dirt alert. She's bringing us all the dirt straight from Hollywood after this on My Talk 107.1. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Well, it is indeed a My Talk Dirt Alert, and Holly Roberts is here at the Minnesota State Fair with us to deliver us that dirt. Hey, Holly. Hey, hey, Holly. hey let's talk about Michelle Branch. The singer-songwriter is no longer facing a charge of domestic assault against her soon-to-be ex-husband, Patrick Carney. So people confirmed that authorities in Tennessee decided to drop the charge yesterday following Michelle Branch's arrest on August 11th. Uh, that was kind of surprising. Do we know why? Why they decided to drop the case? Yeah. Uh, we don't have any details. It's just that authorities decided okay. that hmm. we're not going to move forward yeah. with charges there. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, she had, Michelle Branch had been taken into custody and booked for domestic assault after slapping Carney at their home in Nashville. And hours earlier, Michelle Branch had tweeted and then deleted a note which claimed that Carney had cheated on her while she was home with their six-month-old baby. Oof. I just feel like there's a lot going on there, and I don't like looking at it. Yeah, no, there is a lot going on there, mm, yeah. obviously. I, I'm just, I was just curious because when you're a public figure and something like this comes out, like the damage you know, to your reputation has already been done. Right. I, I don't know the veracity of those allegations, but one imagines that you know, it could be as simple as uh, he didn't want to press charges. And in those cases, it's very hard to bring a case if the other party does not want to pursue the matter. Mm -hmm. So perhaps that happened. Perhaps. 
perhaps. perhaps. But Michelle perhaps, Branch perhaps. has uh, a new album out next month called The Trouble with Fever. Okay. It's going to drop September 16th. What is her what was her popular song from like the nine early aughts? Okay. Thank you. I, I got it. You're everything lyrics. to me. Thank you. But I get I get Michelle Branch and Vanessa Carlton mixed up in my head. That's one of those things. Like Vanessa I can't Carlton? undo it. You mean she, like all of she the makes her way downtown. Yeah. Exactly. Vanessa Carlton. Al Pacino and Robert Danny De Niro. DeVito. Oh, now you threw Danny DeVito in there. Now <laughs> no, Danny DeVito. I got Danny DeVito. It's uh, Joe Pesci that's no, in the mix. No, it's not Joe Pesci. It's no, Danny he's in DeVito the mix. and uh, Al Franken. Oh, stop it. And... Now, now I'm confused. <laughs> what are you doing, He's Brandon? being mean. He's bullying me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> With celebrity name confusion. Um, Heather Morris, who used to star on yes. Glee. She played Britney S. Pierce. A professional dancer in her own right is claiming that Jennifer Lopez dismissed dancers based on their astrological sign. Oh, I'm here for this. Please dish more. I will. So Heather Morris said that uh, she wa Jennifer Lopez walked into a room after a long day of auditions and said, thank you so much. You guys have worked so hard. By show of hands, are there any Virgos in the room? Can you just raise your hand, according to Jennifer Lopez? <laughs> uh, well, then Heather Morris said that Jennifer Lopez whispered something to her assistant and told the dancers who were Virgos, thank you so much for coming. They had to leave after a full day of auditioning. Oh, my word. Do we have any Virgos in the crowd right now? I'm sorry that you will not be able to dance for Jennifer Lopez. We're going to have to ask you to leave the bench well, right I, now. I will have text, day. I will text my partner that, that he will not be doing he, that. He shan't be dancing with Jennifer Lopez. Oh, my goodness. Now, this is just rumor <laughs> and gossip. I like it, though. As I'm a here for it. As a Virgo rising, I also would have to depart. Okay. okay. Britney Spears is uh, speaking of departing. She's choosing happiness after deleting her Instagram account again. <gasps> she did? Yes. Oh, I how long that. is that going to last? Probably till what, Monday maybe? Mm. Give it 72 hours. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, Britney Spears deactivated her Instagram account yesterday and explained shortly after that she aims to have a drama-free life. Wait, where did okay. she explain well, I that? Hope she does. Twitter. On Twitter. Okay, yeah. so she moved over, deleted yeah. Instagram and moved over to Twitter to tell us about how I her just, life I is mean, better. Yeah, Twitter's going to be worse, frankly. No. Yeah. If anybody who's been on social media knows, Twitter is going to be worse than Instagram. It's yeah. true. There's a lot of yikes over on Twitter. Yeah, if you want to choose happiness, Twitter isn't the place to make that choice. No, it's more for doom scrolling. Yeah, there you go. Uh, but Britney Spears said, I'm learning every day as a clean slate to try and be a better person and do what makes me happy. And yes, I choose happiness today. Now, she has a new single that comes out tomorrow with oh, Elton yes. John. We will be sampling that right here. Oh, for sure. I mean, I'm sure it will be pre-sampled on other shows, but just know we, we're not going to ignore it. Well, we already oh, yeah. did a pre-sample on this show. Well, we're going to do one without Elton John well, singing to say, himself. Yeah, with people yelling and screaming in the background. <laughs> uh, yeah, that duet with Elton John, Hold Me Closer. A riff Tiny on his... Dancer. Exactly. And here's a riff on Tiny Dancer. That starts streaming tomorrow. It's Britney Spears' first new song in six years. I hope the music video features Tony Danza. <laughs> you know, something tells me probably not, but you know, I get Tony Danza mixed up with George Costanza. <laughs> Stop it. And I don't. <laughs> uh, do they make music videos anymore? No. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But nobody sees them. Uh -huh. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, if you're Beyonce, we pay attention. That's but, true. You know, not everybody's going all in. Yeah, that's true. Yesterday we did sample during the break Madonna's daughter Lourdes she Leon. She had a music video. Starting her music career going by the name Lola Hall. Mm -hmm. She released a music video. 
She, she released a music she video. She know. sure well, did. I mean, she knows people, frankly, so yeah. I'm not surprised. She's got the resources. Exactly. Well, speaking of uh, Lourdes Leon's mom, Madonna, rumor has it she might be making an appearance this Sunday night at the 2022 MTV Video Music Awards. Now, that's just a rumor, but we can confirm today that Eminem and Snoop Dogg are going to be performing Sunday night, taking the stage. Am I dumb? Did they used to have beef? Who? Eminem and Snoop Dogg. Did know. I make that up? Well, I don't know. No, because okay. Eminem was the protege of Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre and Snoop yes, Dogg worked you. together back okay. in the day. Yep. All part of six, Aftermath. Six degrees of Snoop. Yes. So I don't think they had beef, but okay. Eminem last performed at the VMAs 12 years ago. Snoop Dogg last performed at the VMAs 17 years ago. Really? So it's been a hunt second. It for really him. has. Yeah. So if you want to get nostalgic, then go ahead and watch the MTV VMAs. Uh, those are going to be happening Sunday night, naturally, on MTV. Yeah, why not? I mean, if you're not watching Game of Thrones prequel, oh, yeah. what's it called? House of the House Dragon. House of the Dragon. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, had HBO's highest debut ratings ever. Didn't it, like, say- make the, didn't it make HBO glitch or something? Like, didn't it? I heard somewhere Maybe, that it like, yeah, jammed the system. Yeah, if you were watching your HBO subscription via, I believe, Amazon or another you know, secondary service, yep. you had some problems. Oof. You had some problems. Hey, let's go back to what's happening on the BBC next year. It's a reboot of Gladiator. We yes. talked about this in the Dirt Alert update. Now, this is American Gladiator, but we can't call it American Gladiator because it's going to be over in the, <laughs> in the UK. Yeah. So but they're not calling it UK Gladiator because that just doesn't make sense either. Mm-mm. Yeah, so yeah. they're just calling it Gladiator. But it's based on the same competition show that we had in the United States in the 90s. It's exactly. like Wipeout without the wiping out. True. <laughs> or it's like Lots American... Lots of foam. Yeah, yes. American Ninja Warrior without the... Ninja Warrior. Yeah, or that show that was uh, hosted by Beat Takeshi in Japan. What was oh, the name of yeah, that what show? What was that called? Oh, MX. Geez. Yeah, you know what I'm I talking about. I know what you about. mean. You can yeah. see it. I think it's on Netflix. Yeah, so there's going to be a lot of spandex. There's going to be a lot of foam. A lot uh, of fighting, a lot a of lo- knocking off of pedestals. Exactly. So that's going to debut on the BBC. Sounds like my talk. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we do Project Down and Dirty Gladiator? Holly, I wish you wouldn't talk out loud. I mean, that... I- <laughs> I, I don't know yeah, about I that. Suppose, that, you know, was, that was po- an inside thought. Policies and other yeah. things, you know. Feeding my talk host to the lions. <laughs> yeah, well, Coming this fall. No, thank you. Well, you know. Uh, Brandy's got a new job. Uh, singer Brandy is going to be starring in a new movie called The Front Room. It's a, going to be a psychological thriller from the film company A24. You know, they make all the like artsy movies right now okay. that have an aesthetic. But Brandy, she's going to be back. Good for her. Yeah, good for her. She, yeah. Is she going to be? She's not going to be singing. She's just going. Oh, she used to be. Uh, she had her own sitcom, yeah. Moesha, yes. back in the day. Yep. I know what you did last summer. She started did she a reality show. She no. did. Yeah. On no, I MTV, think you're right. yeah. It was about the birth of her first baby. Yeah. I mean, throwing it back. I mean, yeah, she's no doing kidding. Stuff. She's doing uh, stuff. She's still and, doing stuff. And so are we. Holly Roberts, thank, thank you, you for that dirt alert. When we come back, Holly's going to bring us some pop culture mysteries to solve Blind in the form of blind items. We're going to solve them after this on the Colleen and Bradley Show, live from the Minnesota State Fair on My MyTalk 1071. Um, I 
should not be doing that because I should be focusing because we are doing a show at the Minnesota State Fair. It's the Colleen and Bradley show. Yes. Thank you, everybody. On my talk 1071, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hi. Holly Roberts is here with us only for a few more minutes because uh, she brought the pop culture mysteries today for us to solve in a little segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the oh, Item. Didn't. There it is. He got Hi, Rocco. There. Thank you. He got there. He got there. Just like a bucket of fresh cheese curds. Yummy. Let's not oh, man. Oh, nice. If With a bucket grief. of fresh cheese curds could get here, I would be all alone. Oh, let's manifest that. Oh. And while we manifest okay. cheese curds to the MyTalk booth, let's solve this celebrity gossip okay. mystery. Okie doke. You can always tell when this married A-list dual threat actress, who is an Emmy and Oscar winner slash nominee, gets a new trainer she's sleeping with. Oh. She always looks amazing. Oh. So that mm, perhaps is somebody we've seen recently looking amazing? Uh, looking buff. Oh, oh, oh Nicole, Nicole Kidman. Kidman. Ding, ding, okay. ding. Tell us more. Yeah, you can hit that ding, Rocco. So you can always tell when Nicole Kidman Gets a new trainer she's sleeping with because Nicole Kidman there you go, always looks amazing. And yeah, not surprising, I, I wouldn't say. No yeah. shocker, right? Mm -mm. Yeah, and she's on the cover of Perfect Magazine. And that's appropriately titled. And she has been fitnessing her appendages. Yeah, yes. She Specifically her arms, we see. Uh, have been well fitnessed. Yes. Yeah. All yeah. Right. She was looking very lean. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Should we do another one? Yeah. All right. Uh, another celebrity gossip mystery. Please solve the following, Colleen and Bradley. Whenever he needs to get off cocaine for a bit and the hard drugs and the 24-7 partying, the part-time reality star always ends up with this offspring of a permanent A-lister. He just, just does a tiny amount of drinking to maintain and gets a lot of sleep. And after a month or so, he'll be back on the partying with 20-year-olds again. Oh, Scott, Scott Disick. Disick. Ding for you. But okay. who's, he been, who's he hooking up with now? Uh, I, I, don't, I haven't noticed Hamil recently. Hamilton. No. Not Alexander Hamilton. No. It's uh, a different guy. Yeah. Um, um, who is he hooking up with right now? Do you guys, does anybody out here know? You can shout it out. Uh, no, yeah, not not no, her. not Elisa Rinna or Harry Who Hamlin daughter. Suggest? Hamlin, it's Ham I, I thought Hamlin. Ham yeah, well, uh, yeah. So this is a daughter of a permanent A-lister. He's in the world of music, and oh. he has many different Sophia children. Sophia Richie? No, they oh. broke up. Uh, now this person is a little more, uh, I suppose, for some age appropriate for Scott Disick. Oh, okay. So we're saying this is someone that's not a twenty-year-old. Yeah. child of a famous person. She's um, not 20 years okay, old. Okay, so, but still the child of a famous person. Yes, a famous singer. Uh, a famous male female singer? singer or male singer? Male. Male singer? Mm-hmm. Um, They've yeah. been spotted out and about together. Yeah, I don't know. I'm drawing a blank. Me too. All of my celebrity... Um, uh, if you want my oh, Stuart, yeah, Stuart, oh, Kimberly, Kimberly Stuart, Kimberly Stuart. Oh. I don't even know who Kimberly Stuart is. She, she doesn't know you either. She was a middling reality star in the mid 2000s, and now she just kind of hangs around Hollywood. But anyway, Scott Disick, you always know uh, when he needs to get off the partying, he hooks up with Kimberly Stuart. Okay, you know, okay, well, he, good for him. he gets a lot of rest and a lot of sleep, and then he regenerates his powers and goes back to the 20 year olds and the partying. I think that's interesting, right? Like when he's not partying, he's with somebody age appropriate, but when he parties, yeah, he's. Yeah, well, I mean, he was with, you know, Courtney at one point having an actual family. That's a fact. Yeah. 
That's true. Should we do another one? Let's, Let's do it. Do it. Oh, another celebrity gossip mystery. Colleen and Bradley solved this one. Apparently, having a fight about a dog is now code for getting one of your daughter's friends pregnant. Whoa. Having a fight about, about a, a dog? dog is oh, well, this is the Michelle Branch thing? No. Oh. Um, getting one of your daughter's friends pregnant? Yep. Do we know about this? Nope. Oh. Because what we do know about... The lady out in our audience says she knows. Who is it? Stallone. Oh, Stallone. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Sylvester Stallone. Ding, yes. ding, ding, ding to Jennifer the audience. Thank you. That's so, gross. Apparently, uh, having a fight about a dog, which tabloid headlines are saying Sylvester Stallone and his soon-to-be ex-wife Jennifer Flavin are getting a divorce because they fought over a dog. I feel like after 25 years of marriage, you can resolve a dog fight. Well, Colleen, according it's not to Auntie Lawyer, it's, it's not, not about, about a dog. dog. It's about getting yeah. one of your daughter's mm. friends pregnant. Yeah. Mm. Well, that would be a line that yeah. I don't think you should cross, yeah. probably. No. Yeah. No. Married I don't know if that one's an easy one to line. resolve. The dog yeah. fight, yes. The pregnant daughter friend, <laughs> no. Yeah. Mm-mm. So, yeah. All right. Yeah, a little yikes. Let's move on. Uh, more, you guys are doing great. This I know well, you're just giving thanks. us, you're serving us up some really good ones. Well, also, today. like we've got, we kind of can cheat really easily. Well, we've got a great audience. Yeah, that's yeah. For sure. thank you, audience. All right, solve this one. The offspring of the former talk show host was the fall person for the ex-husband because the former talk show host would never press charges against the offspring. Oh, Wendy is this Williams. Wendy Williams and her son? Yes, yes. Kevin Hunter Jr. Yes. Yeah. So Kevin Hunter Jr., son of Wendy Williams, was the fall person for Wendy Williams' ex-husband, Kevin Hunter, because Wendy Williams would never press charges against so her son. Yes, it's so yeah, obvious. Yeah, I mean, and again, I'm not surprised and really unfortunate, and I imagine this is not the end of the story, and we're going to see it get worse before it gets better. Mm. Yeah, so this concerns the story that you guys talked about yesterday on the show concerning Wendy Williams claiming that her son spent $100,000 on her American Express card. And, and that pretended by avoiding her in, yeah. in the uh, payment mm-hmm. of that $100,000. And, and going above her and asking for her advisor to repay it and not her. Exactly. Well, let's do another one. Okay, let's do it. Keep them rolling. And the hints just keep on coming. Like this celebrity gossip mystery. Uh, Anti-lawyer says it's actually a better record than he thought it would be, but this former A-list tweener turned A-list adult singer is set to have a lower amount of sales on her latest release than she did on her last one, which was awful. Now, she'll be very lucky not to have her label, label dump her, and they went all out on publicity. Oh, Okay, so give us the stats again. It's a a a minus li- former a minus list tweener turned a minus list adult singer. They have an album that's coming out, and what NT Lawyer is fearing is that uh, record sales are going to be low. Is it Demi Lovato? Yeah, yeah, that feels right yeah. and wrong at the same yeah. time. Yeah. So, but what NT Lawyer is saying, hey, look, if you're a Demi Lovato fan, good news for you because the album's actually pretty good. But the record sales are probably going to be pretty low. Oh. 
Demi Lovato might find herself without a record label soon. That's I mean, a bummer. Yeah, and again, I mean, she's struggled, and I imagine it's hard to go from you know a successful career to then have a bunch of stuff happen in your life, and then you got to like figure out what your voice is again, and mm-hmm. she's clearly struggled with that. So, I mean, I also, I, I will also just say, I don't think that the remember when Demi Lovato was super verbally supportive of Scooter Braun around yeah. the. Yeah. I don't think that that did Demi any favors yeah. at all. I think once you get the swift army against you it's kind of hard to pull out of that yeah mm. yeah absolutely all right well hey i mean let's do a bonus one yeah, bonus. Bonus. We're just, you know solving these crushing it mysteries left and right well let's find a celebrity doing a good job today yeah that's true yeah mysteries 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 well let's hold on a second let me find one take your that time holly suitable for our we're good. sleuthing. Yeah, they're not always suitable. That's yeah, true. You, you know, believe it or not, we are anyway. in public. Yeah, believe it or not, we have to read through these. So here's one. Don't know what the heck is going on, but I think you'll be able to solve it. Okay. Anti Lawyer says it's interesting that the late night talk show host apparently makes no mention of why he was not allowed to travel to the location of a Housewives franchise to film a reunion there. Sounds oh, like an Andy Cohen. That's an Andy Cohen that's situation. An Andy Cohen. But I don't but know we, the story. It, well, I don't know the story either, but maybe it might be the Real Housewives of Dubai. Oh. oh. Okay. Okay, fill in the blank. Because he's gay. Yeah, so it's what? interesting that Andy Cohen... Did you not know? I didn't know. <laughs> ...makes no mention of why he was not allowed to travel to a location of but a Real Housewives franchise that's to film a reunion. Because be gay and go to Dubai. I wonder if there's like some stuff that legal stuff that would prevent him because you know sometimes you can't travel to countries right if you've got like a record right i don't know if he has a criminal record well and that's the thing i mean who knows what kind of maybe investigations behind the scenes are going on oh, and what that's... i don't know but andy cohen's not talking about i'm it. here for this speculation thank you very much yeah. hot gossip, hot gossip. allegedly supposedly hot rumor has it right here at the minnesota state fair holly Thank you so much. You really, you really brought it during this segment. We, yeah, or, no, you brought all of the blind. You really so. did. Are we going to have any leftover for tomorrow? I hope so. I do too, uh, but we'll find out tomorrow. But in the meantime, in between time, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Bradley is going to drop a little science on us. Uh, get ready for that. You're going to get a little smarter after this on My Talk 107.1. It really does take a village to put on the uh, My Talk booth at the Minnesota State Fair. Yes, so it yes, does. As, as uh, Rocco said. Thank you to all of those parties and people. Uh, And thank you, Rocco, for covering. It's sort of all hands on deck at the station as well because people are coming back and forth. Doing a great job, everyone. Everybody really is. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show live at the Minnesota State Fair on My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And uh, Bradley, I believe that you are committed to making us smarter. Well, you know, I don't know about that, but I do know that I love science. And it turns out. That daylight savings time actually makes us less generous. Oh, really? Why? Because... And Rocco, you don't know this. Because we didn't tell you. There There you you go. go. Thank you. Because science. (laughs) It is because science. There's actually a story. I came came across a story, and I know you love science as much as I do, especially when it's science about sleep. Because Uh, what do we love more? Than food? On this show, than food, sleep, uh, the state fair, or sleep. Yeah. Um, in fact, this study is—it's it, kind of an amalgamation of three studies, and so there are three different means by which we've learned that a lack of sleep 
can affect how we feel about other people, like how generous we are. And specifically... This comes as no surprise. Um, and, and specifically, the, 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 the one study that I thought was interesting, which harkens back to the, what I just said at the beginning of the segment, which is that daylight savings time affects how generous people are. Mm. So what I mean by that is that hour of sleep that we uh, lose in that switch over to daylight saving time every year, mm -hmm. um, it appears to reduces quote, people's tendency to help others, and specifically showed that average donations, and, and the way they did this one particular part of the study, is they looked at average donations to U.S.-based nonprofit organizations and found that they dropped around 10% during the week, uh, the work week after the time, wow. uh, you know, when the, the time switch occurs, yeah. compared to the four weeks before and then the four weeks after the change. So, and also, and I thought this was really cool, again, science says that just simple switch of the clock from daylight saving time every year makes us less likely to donate money. Another way they were able to prove that was they looked at states or places that don't do daylight saving uh -huh. time. So, for example, Hawaii and Arizona, states that don't observe, day, uh, observe daylight saving time, um, remained unchanged. Like they're giving just continued as normal for that period of time where for the rest of us, we were like, oh, I don't want to give you any well, money. Screw that. Yeah, because we're cranky. Because well, we lost an hour yeah. of sleep. I'm, I, and science says you're absolutely right. You may have said this. Okay. And I may have missed it because I was very busy trying to uh, integrate all of the things you were telling me. Is there any change in giving? And you may not know the answer to this. When we gain that hour of sleep, no, they well, that at least was, it's not it's not part of the okay. study that so um, more that sleep doesn't with. make us more generous, but less sleep makes us less generous. Yeah, yeah, hmm. I would, and I don't, you know, they didn't look at the other. Yeah, so I don't know is the answer yeah. to that. But what I will say is the interesting thing is again this sleep study. One of these sleep studies showed that people were less generous or at least less likely to give money or contributions to a charity in the week after that daylight saving time change. But there were other studies that also proved that we are just all around less generous. It didn't have to do with daylight savings time. Interesting. Uh, it, it had to do specifically with... Um, Lack of sleep with people individually, people having a lack of sleep, and they were able to, in a you know study setting, you know do, uh, conduct some experiments. Three studies overall. One study, for example, they had eighty percent of participants were less likely to help others after being sleep deprived than when they were rested. So it's not just about giving money; it's also about helping others. So that's why this you know particular headline. And so this is the thing that's delightful mm. about studies like this, or uh, I should say, headlines and articles. When you see these you're like okay because you'll see a headline that says you know daylight saving time makes you less generous mm -hmm. and you're like what well, really but then you read the story and you learn oh actually no this is legitimate science it's not just a daily mail headline that's right. trying to get you thoughts that maybe really aren't there when i say to all of the nonprofits, now is the time and uh, lobby yes. for us to cancel daylight. That's serious. And, and not just for, you know, not just for the organizations, but yeah, that would be a perfect way to do it. But also just in general, like if we're less generous, doesn't, don't we want people to be more right. generous? Right. right. It's just bad like, for humanity. I don't know if you look around the world anytime lately, um, but I think I'll use a few extra hours of sleep, perhaps. And I will say, if you go into um, you know more research, 
And there was an article that linked to some more research which shows a lot of the connection sleep and other negative outcomes in our daily lives and how that can actually be extrapolated to war, climate change. And I know it sounds really easy to say, like, everybody needs some more sleep. No. But it turns out when you get real detailed, it's really super scientists because aren't we all because seriously how many times have my family i'm like you need your phone yes that blue light will don't bring you your up. phone to bed filter mm. scroll at you know midnight ain't gonna help you get put to that sleep. across the room yeah. i like I have been lately. Oh, don't don't do it's that. What I heard on uh show station, I believe it actually was Donna and Steve without Steve. I think I heard on that show, Rocco, you might have heard it if you were there, that TikTok drugs. Oh, I'm not surprised. I can see that. Yeah, no, and, and I will say it's certainly more addictive than any of the other social uh platforms that i use i'm like i love instagram but it's so chill yeah TikTok, like tiktok i get like aggressively uncomfortable but i can't stop scrolling you know what it reminds like, me just of? one more food video do you remember just one more food video do you remember just when one more food <laughs> video Tetris and 11 o'clock and i'm like oh my god if i don't go to bed right now i'm gonna be miserable in the morning what about tetris do you remember the little boxes oh yeah falling in yeah. that's what tiktok play tetris and you'd be like okay just one more in the next game and do awesome or just play it again and then you play at it again the grocery store when i worked there in high school because we had to scan beep, so many groceries beep, a minute well and so all i did was dream of scanning groceries so tiktok is like grocery scanning. yeah absolutely tiktok is horrible i love it and it's terrible and we're all we should all just go to bed that direction bradley i would like Not until three to just congratulate you because your transformation to 12 year old uh is now complete all right because that's what the 12 year olds do is just yeah. scroll through tiktok no, mindlessly forever and it's it never ends much. their brains are you guys i don't want to live in a world 20 years from now when everybody around w grew up on scrolling to tiktok for 20 hours out of 24. Listeners, you're welcome. Your 15 <laughs> minutes of doom and gloom are now complete. Get more you sleep, made it through. Fine. Everybody sleep tonight. You be generous and nice and then come out to Minnesota State Fair and smile at people. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, oh, did I say we only had 15 minutes of doom and gloom? Next, we're going to tell you about how celebrities' carbon footprints are affecting us. It's true. This is a fascinating story, though. <laughs> ah, stay tuned for that after this on the Colleen and Bradley show live from the Minnesota State Fair.